So welcome everybody, this is episode number four of the Silver Stumps podcast, the podcast that is exclusively aimed at the over-60s cricket arena. Now we've been following the over-60s World Cup, so GT, where have we got to in the World Cup? It's Wednesday today, and uh, who have we got lined up for our interview in this episode? Well, uh, a couple of hours ago, Trev, the semi-final finished between England and Sri Lanka. And the English have prevailed. They're now in the final on Friday against the old enemy, <laughs> Australia. And to tell us all about it, um, live from his hotel, just Ooh. a couple of hours after the game is finished, we've got the uh, England captain. Wow. Uh, very, very pleased to have him. Lovely man. And he's having a fantastic tournament um, personally as well. Uh, it's Richard Merriman. Wow, fantastic. So, uh, so listeners, here he is. He's live from Chennai in the hotel room. Richard Merriman, captain of the England team, through to the World Cup over 60s final. Richard, how, how great is that? Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. We're absolutely thrilled and delighted. Um, you know, and what's more, we take on the Aussies in the final. <laughs> I know, the old enemy. <laughs> the old enemy, indeed, yeah. Yeah, now you yeah. um you've played against these boys before, haven't you? So just give us like a little bit of an insight into their camp. You know, one or two of the characters involved. What you're going to be up against? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm... We know they're a damn decent side. Um, you know, we played them in the Grey Ashes this uh, past summer, um, you know, and won that three-two, which was tremendous. They've got a few new faces. There's a few familiar faces. We know where their strengths lie. So you know, it's. But they also well, tell know. all, Richard. We we know we <laughs> want to hear it all. You know, no one's listening. Yeah. <laughs> there might be an Aussie spy in the camp, though, so we've got to be careful. <laughs> we know where our strengths lie, and that's that's what we will be focusing on. You know, this squad has come together fantastically well, and everybody in the group games and in the two warm-up games, um, you know, and what a privilege in the first warm-up game to play at Chepok Stadium, the CSK's... Uh, you know, home ground, you know, there weren't 44,000 people there. <laughs> well, I can't imagine why not. But, well, um, it's interesting. That I've got a question about that for you, Richard, because in that first game, that first ball, you were on strike, you danced down the wicket and smacked it through mid on for four. And we, we were thinking, is that a deliberate action premeditated to set the tone for the tour? Well, we wanted to be positive, but uh, I have to say they had this quaint little thing called a mulligan, which apparently they do at the start of a, a game, uh, a friendly game, where the first ball doesn't count. Oh, what a great rule. Trev, you've been playing with that rule for years, even though it hasn't been in existence. My, my career would have gone in a totally different direction with that rule. <laughs> Oh, I see. Oh, so well, that explains the, it. Not to smack it back over the bowler's head was, uh, <laughs> well, partly premeditated, but also a, a bit of fun. Mm. Uh, all then count. <laughs> yeah. But those, um, those warm-up games, you obviously use them to set 
the positive intent for the tournament? Was that something very much in your mind? Absolutely so. I mean, we we worked on the premise that um, there are three 15 over sections in each game. And that equates to about an hour's play. Right. And intensity of heat, um, yeah, and the humidity as well, you've got to win those 15 over challenges. So we've determined that, you know, if we go at it, we can get scores of 300 plus by breaking it into three thirds. And similarly, when we're bowling, the whole idea, again, is just really to constrict, to control, to take wickets, and to sort of build our strategy into how we are going to make sure we win the game. And it's a, it's a strategy, this positivity, which has absolutely worked. We work, we work on the, uh, another little adage we, we call epic. So we want to be E, enthusiastic. We want to be energised. We're there with uh, an eagerness to do it absolutely right. The P is all about being positive. It's being about purposeful. It's being absolutely on song with what we are trying to do. And the IC is intelligent cricket. We could, could, on the wickets that you've got here, we could, and the wickets here have been absolutely superb. They're much better than we had anticipated, we thought, towards the end of the season. They're a bit dry with a bit of turn in them and all that sort of thing. To be honest, the vast majority have been absolute roads. And so we, we wanted this strategy of being epic in what we were doing, wanting to be as positive as we possibly can be. And it's paid off. And in those first two, well, the first game at the Chepok against uh, Madras Cricket Club, who hosted us absolutely brilliantly, as has every ground and every interaction with the Indians. It's been amazing. Uh, Incredible hospitality, incredible warmth all with smiles. Um, so we've been very, Brilliant. very lucky. Chepot was superb. Madras Cricket Club was superb. Um, and everybody got a chance. We, we we said, right, all 18, we want a bat. So if you got to 25, you retired. Uh, and bowlers all had four or five overs. So everybody was ready for, with that. We then went into the warm-up, uh, second warm-up game, which was our first ODI against India. That, again, gave us a really good opportunity to get players playing and getting used to the conditions before we got into the real competition. And uh, we beat India in that ODI. And then we... So, in fact, we've gone seven from seven on the tour so far. Wow. Seven from seven. And, of course, everyone back home's hoping it's going to be eight from eight. Absolutely. And we are determined. We're focused. I mean... All 18 guys want to play. And, you know, announcing the team last night as we did for the uh, semi-final, you can imagine there are six guys who are disappointed. And the expectation managing the disappointment is not not easy because I tell you, all 18 could easily play. There's not a question. They're all very, 
very fine players. And everyone's uh, contributed, I think, in different ways, haven't they? Which makes your job even more difficult, you know, in those tough decisions that you have to make as skipper. Yeah, as as a as a selection committee with Paul the manager and Edward vice captain. Yeah, it's it, it's challenging because the, the the decisions we're having to make are, are so fine, and you know, and and folk who've performed with bat or ball perhaps haven't made the side. You know, and and that's that's challenging. But there's been some stunning performances. Mm. I mean. Monty Douglas having three consecutive hundreds. Amazing from Monty. <laughs> Have a word with him today. He only got 40. <laughs> Four out of ten today, whereas every day... I mean, that must be, I mean, wonderful for him and a real bonus oh. for you as uh, Skipper to have um, to have that. And he gets them quick, doesn't he? He does. I mean, every, every, every innings, his strike rate's been above 100. Um, you know, it, it's it's been great to see the way he's bludgeoned the attacks and really taken them on. It's, it's been fantastic. And then, you know, we had that incredible 100 from Nick Newman. Um, oh. where he yes, just, pride of Leicestershire, Nick Newman. Absolutely. Newtown Linford Cricket Club and Leicestershire. He absolutely, oh, he was... Outstanding, clean, clean hitting, unbelievable. And Marcus has been ripping it with his leg spinners and googlies. Very few of the opposition and batsmen have been able to read him. No. Um, he's he, um he's a miracle man at his age. Yeah, unbelievable. I don't know. I, don't know, I think is he sixty seven, Richard? No, he's, that- he's 70, 69 isn't he? going on seventy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no way! <laughs> How did you do that? Trevor and I were talking in our last episode about contenders for catch of the tournament. We had Marcus in there for that amazing court and bold where he he dived full length and scooped it up with his right hand. And then a couple of overs later, you had big Jason Corn out on the deep square leg boundary when he was looking the wrong way. He didn't stuck out a paw. And caught it yeah. one-handed. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. today, Richard, i got to tell you, you are <laughs> now in contention. <laughs> so this this catch that you took out at kind of like, you were sort of deepish mid-on. Do you want to wanna talk us through it, how you saw it, the flight and everything? Well, I, t- I tell you what, to be honest, it was a damn good job. I did catch it because about two overs before, it dropped one. <laughs> <laughs> that was, a, that was oh, a hard one, Richard. Okay. That was, I that wasn't going to mention that. That was the over-the-shoulder yeah. one, wasn't it? That was tough. Yeah, that went out, and I was running backwards. I got my hands onto it, but as I hit the floor and my head hit the floor and my elbows, it, it just bounced out. But mm. the other one was one of those yeah, magical moments you dream of, you know, dive full legs and <laughs> pluck it out of the air and it, it stuck. And, uh, yeah, so very happy. Brilliant. <laughs> you must be um, super delighted with the quality of uh, the overall fielding. It must have been something that you've worked on. I mean, you don't hit the stumps that many times and take those catches without focusing on it do you as a as a discipline of the game well we're we're very very lucky i mean edward gordon lennox has fielded brilliantly well you know the men in the ring they they've pressurized really well because of the wickets and the outfields we can have our 
guys basically on the ring, you know, the 30-yard ring, with a couple of squeezers. And those those squeezers, like Edward, have just thrown themselves around brilliantly. But it's across the whole team that the, the, the guys have, uh, you know, they've done fantastically well. And, yeah, we've dropped a couple of catches. But I tell you what as well, it makes a hell of a difference when you've got the quality of wicket-keeping we have. Ooh, in, uh, he's been Stephen. hot, hasn't he? He's been on fire, Steve Aston, hasn't he? Steve Aston's been absolutely superb. And, uh, you know, it's bloody hard work, 45 overs out there in this intensity of heat mm. to create and to, you know, keep the hands and feet moving in the way that both keepers have done, but Steve particularly. Unfortunately, Simon uh, caught a bug early doors in the the tour and has had to uh, sort of sit out a number of games because of not feeling 100%, but, uh, which has put even more pressure on Steve. And, it, it, you know, he's risen to the challenge and done it extremely well. Uh, what, I, what I was going, one of the things I was going to ask you, Richard, is uh, before the semi-final, Grant and I had our own little selection committee meeting and, and picked your team for you. <laughs> but then we were, then we 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 didn't really latch onto this squad, this squad thing. We were thinking, why are there thirteen names? And we've, and then I looked at today, and there's seven bowlers, and I'm thinking, well, who are the other four then in the team today? But it, it's not that, is it? It's thirteen. So how does that work? Can you just explain to us how that works? Right. Yeah. You you're you're able to bat eleven that. Everybody in the 12 is on the field for 35 overs. So what it means is that you can give a break. So, for example, today, Jason Caunt, unbelievable nine overs Mm. on the back in that heat with such control. And, uh, you know, at the end of it, he's ringing wet. He needs to get off. He needs to... You know, not only have a bit of a rest, he needs a bit of a rub down, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the fact that we can rotate the fielders is a great help. And Edward, as vice captain, has handled that side of things superbly well for me. So it's meant that we've been able to get the right people on and off the field at the right times in order that, you know, we keep the flexibility in our bowling attack and can respond to all sorts of situations. So, yeah, it's it's, it's another dimension. It makes you think, um, but given the heat and humidity, yeah. it's an essential of things. And do you have do you have to nominate of the thirteen? Then do you have to nominate who the eleven batters are going to be before the game, or can you kind of decide that on the on the run? No, you 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 you've got to identify twelfth and thirteenth. Before the toss. Okay, 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 cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that gives you then, um, Richard, a little bit of wiggle room slash flexibility on who plays those roles, presumably, doesn't it? Which you must then, you know, with Paul and Ed, think about in the composition of the whole squad. It adds an extra element to it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Kevin Watson, for example, the Yorkshire skipper, uh, has done that role of 13th man on a number of occasions. Yeah, he's a top fielder, isn't he? He's a top, top fielder. And, you know, he's he again, he's a, he's, he's a motivator. He's a guy who um, yeah, gives his all the whole time. So, yeah, it's it's great having that flexibility. It's a 
dynamic, which for us as a, you know, an 18 man squad and a talented 18 man squad gives us a bit of an advantage over some of the, perhaps the smaller countries that perhaps haven't got the same strength and depth as, as we have. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 a big advantage for us. One one thing I've enjoyed, Richard, is that when I was watching on YouTube in the Canada game, you were live on the microphone somehow. I don't know how that <laughs> were you mic were you mic'd up because all we could hear. Well, I could hear you giving out instructions and motivation, and it was great to listen to you. But were you mic'd up? I was intrigued to know. Or yeah. were you you were yeah. you were cool? Yeah, they, they wanted to try this, so uh, I said, okay, we'll give it a go. And hopefully, I didn't swear too many times. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, I'm glad I wasn't mic'd up. <laughs> so it was, it was intriguing doing it. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, hopefully it came across okay. <laughs> no, it was it was really good. It was really good. So we better not keep you too much longer, I think. GT, any, anything more you want to talk to Richard about? Well, just to, um, just to wrap up, Richard, I was just sort of yeah. interested in, um, if, you, if you could, give us a little insight into the prep leading into the final on Friday. So for everybody at home that's going to be watching this game, we're really looking forward to it. Fairly evenly matched sides. Um, yep. There's going to be cotton thrust. There's going to be periods when they're on top, you know, that you've got to stay epic and committed. But what are you doing with the squad? What will happen this evening is folk will go out for meals. Um, you know, some will combine together and go somewhere others might just quietly slip back to their rooms whatever it be just you know chill time really let people do things in the way they want to be able to do so tomorrow again we'll just have a full side day just relax um you know not put anybody under any pressure at all we'll have a team meeting at about five o'clock tomorrow afternoon um announce the team for the final um and then you know people will start to switch on um we will leave probably about seven o'clock in the morning uh so it's a sort of six six fifteen get up breakfast uh the hotel here has been absolutely superb in accommodating us and uh, we'll then get on the coach face the chennai traffic for probably about an hour and a half to get to the ground for 8 30 um we do all our preparation then we will you know people just get the feel of the place first uh then we'll do a team warm-up under madden who's the physio and after that we'll then uh, go into some fielding practices the toss will then take place and we'll be hitting our straps uh, whichever way round the toss goes um yeah we're comfortable chasing we're very comfortable as well setting so you've done way- both haven't you you've uh, during the tournament which is important yeah. you've uh, yeah. You know, you've you've set the score. You've also had to think about the tempo when chasing. So you don't mind, really. You're... No, whichever way we can beat the Aussies, we will do it. Well, we'll <laughs> we will uh, we will be rooting for you, Richard. As long as, as so will all of the listeners to this podcast and the watchers on YouTube and everything else. So you you won't you know you'll have plenty of support back home. We'll all be getting up at very early in the morning on Friday to tune in. Fantastic, guys. Your support and uh, encouragement is greatly appreciated. 
by us all and uh, we look forward in anticipation of uh, raising that trophy fantastic skipper thanks for being part of um, the silver stumps podcast super good luck i'm saying you don't need any luck i'm <laughs> saying you're the better team i'm confident you'll do it thank you very much indeed guys and uh, good to chat with you both So there we go. A big thanks to Richard for tuning in from the lobby of his hotel uh, in India to bring us up to date with everything going on in the World Cup. So we wish him and the team, of course, all the best for the final, which will be on Friday, March the 1st. Now, if you're a listener to this, which you clearly are, and you're enjoying the podcast, then thank you so much for tuning in. We've been amazed by the number of people who've tuned in. So that's just caught us on the hop a little bit. But it would be great if you continue to share it with people you think would be interested in the content content of this podcast and if you leave a rating or review that's even better because that helps other people find the podcast and if you'd like to think well you could be a guest on this podcast sometime as we go forward towards the summer and the season then drop us a note podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and we'll get you on the show so good luck to england in the final and we'll be back with another episode very soon <laughs>